The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 17 of our Scorching Six Picks. It's the last regular season week of the NFL. Uh, and We got uh, six exciting games, all uh, playoff implication type matchups, probably with the exception of one, which is because uh, I think that one of the teams will probably rest their starters. But uh, we got six exciting games and all six games are late afternoon games due to the schedule ma- makers pushing... pushing uh, some early afternoon games to late afternoon so that uh, all teams uh, play at the same time, all teams that are in playoff races. And uh, joining me for Week 17 Scorching 6, on the line from Pasadena, California, we got Akshay. What's up, Akshay? How's it going? What's up, Vishon? It's going pretty well, bro. You know, just getting excited for the last weekend of football. You know, and then we go back to uh, a summer of baseball, and then uh, back to football again in fall. So uh, it's going to be a fun weekend, you know. So you guys got to see what's going to happen and uh, get on to the playoffs. All righty. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Uh, all late afternoon games, like I mentioned. Uh, the first game we're going to be looking at is the NFC South battle. Both teams still have uh, stuff that needs to be decided. One team fighting for a playoff spot and the other team fighting for a division title and possibly could end up anywhere between two and five in the nfc so it'll be the falcons hosting the panthers and we have the home team giving three and a half in this one what do you think in this one bro you know normally i i would go with the uh, with the falcons here you know the falcons are um well they were a good team it's from the start of the season but lately they've been uh um how would you put it <laughs> they've been not playing well at all you know they've been Pretty much um, been um, what's the, what's the term or what I'm supposed to say is they're uh, they they're pretty much not doing much at all you know not showing up at the games very lackluster very lackluster exactly you know very lackluster and very disappointing you know and very disappointing they have such a powerful offense and they have a, um, a decent defense they should be playing a lot better you know and I I think in this one. I know they're uh, they're favored by three, but I definitely have to go with Carolina. I think Carolina um, I think Carolina is playing really well, um, but at the same time, I think they've also uh, I think they've also uh, I think they have their struggles. You know, I, I don't think they tend to, they tend to uh, to do to rely on the same players all the time, and I don't think they utilize the talents that they have with them. You know, and then. Uh, they, that can sort of make their offense multi-dimensional, not just one-dimensional. I know Cam Newton is. Um, how would you put it? He's like uh, every week. He's uh, he's a wild card. Is he going to show up? Is he going to play well? Or is he going to throw in interceptions? Is he going to fumble? Is he is he going to disappoint? You know. But I I think in this game, Atlanta is not playing well at all. So I definitely have to go with Carolina. <laughs> You know, uh, I think this is going to be a close one. Even though Atlanta is favored by three, 
I still think um, Carolina wins by a field goal in this game. Um, I think Cam Newton's going to do something in the end. I think it's going to go down to the fourth quarter, probably the last few minutes. And I think Carolina, I think Cam Newton's going to take his team down the down the um, down uh, the field and uh, possibly hit uh, a game-winning field goal. So I have to go with Carolina here. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to agree with you 100% on this one. Uh, I'm getting a three and a half with Carolina. I think that's a really good bet. And Carolina, like I mentioned, uh, can end up anywhere between the, the two seed and the five seed, depending on how this last weekend plays out. And I mean, Carolina offensively, kind of like you mentioned, a lot of Jekyll and Hyde players, you don't really know what you're getting from week to week. Cam Newton, Ed, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Devin Funches. Those guys are either hit or miss. Exactly. You know, bro, this is, the thing with them is that, dude, you have Christian McCaffrey on your team. This guy is like what he did in the pros. I mean, what he did in college is just unbelievable. And then in the pros, he showed so many flashes of, like, give him the damn ball. And don't give him a – and start making plays where you have to, like, don't run him up the middle. That's not what he's meant for. You know, do, like, screen passes. Do more, like, um, what you can do is the, the option – with uh, with with Newton going out and, and uh, an option to McCaffrey, that's what's going to create so much of a running room for him. You know, and I just don't understand why their offensive co- coordinator doesn't think of these things. He, he needs to get at least a good 15, 20 touches a game, not this five five to ten touches uh, a game. He needs to get 15 to 20 to, uh, to show um, uh, what kind of home run ability this guy has, you know, and uh, I think with Carolina, that's been sort of their downfall. You know, I don't think they utilize their same players, and I think Cam Newton always tries to go to his his safety net, you know, and like uh, punches, and now Olsen's back, and I think that's sort of uh, their offense becomes stagnant at times, so to speak, you know, so hopefully they do something. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, getting back to kind of my pick, uh, I'm definitely agreeing with you. I'm getting three and a half with Carolina. I think that's a really good bet. I think uh, that's uh, probably the best bet you can get for the week. I mean, Carolina's still fighting for division title with New Orleans uh, and also fighting possibly for home field uh, in the divisional round. So Carolina plus three and a half, I think that's a really good bet. Uh, you like we mentioned, Carolina's offense, Jekyll and Hyde, you know what you're going to get, but their defense is very consistent uh, from week to week. And defenses travel well in the NFL, like we all know. And I think their defense will play good this week. And I think they will beat Atlanta and possibly eliminate Atlanta from the playoffs. Uh, I think they're going to win this one 28-24. Uh, to 24. So with that, uh, we'll agree on that one and we'll move to the second game. In this week's slate, uh, it's an AFC South battle and most likely looking like two playoff-bound teams. Uh, the recently minted AFC South champions, Jacksonville Jaguars, they clinched last week. Traveling to Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans, and we have the home team, minus three in this one. What do you think? In this one, bro, I mean, you know, actually, to be honest, whoever thought the Jacksonville Jaguars would be it is good, you know. <laughs> I think their coach has done a wonderful job, you know, in, in the last couple of years uh, getting talent and so on. And Bortles has picked up his game, you know. So 
you know, I think in this one, I have to go with the Jaguars. I think the Titans are, uh, they're not as good as they everybody thought they would be at this point. Um, I think the Jaguars' defense is really good, even though they sort of flopped last week. But um, in this game, I definitely have to go with the Jaguars. I think they want to, uh, I think they want to win this game badly, you know. So I, I definitely have to go. My pick is going to be with them. Okay, yeah, this game, uh, I don't know. The Jaguars, I mean, looked really bad against San Francisco last week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo look really emerging, looking really good, playing very, very well. And then the Titans uh, fighting for one of the last two wild card spots in the AFC. Those are both still up for grabs. And they're battling with Baltimore, Miami. No, not Miami, excuse me, Buffalo, and I, some other team, and the Chargers, uh, so... Those four teams battling for two wild card spot, the last two wild card spots in the AFC. So I think the Jaguars, I think, are locked into the third or the fourth seed for the most part. I think, and I don't think they're yeah they're locked into the three seed. So I don't think they can really move right. or go up or go down from there. So I think they're going to probably rest their regular players like Bortles, Leonard Fournette, probably some of their defensive guys as well, like uh, Dexter Fowler, uh, Jalen Ramsey, or Calais Campbell. So because of that, I think they're the better team over the Titans, but I think they're going to rest some starters and I think probably allow the Titans to win this game. And because of that, I'm going to swallow three points and take the Titans and I'm gonna take this them to win this game, uh, thirty-one to twenty-four, and then they could possibly meet again in the wild card uh, weekend for the three-six matchup in the AFC. So that could be interesting little wrinkle. That's true. That's so true. you know, uh, I just don't get. The, I don't buy into that philosophy about resting players. You know, I, I sort of, I sort of believe like you need. To, I mean, yeah, you can rest them, but don't rest them like the whole, the whole game. I think they. I think the. I think their offense should, or, or the starters should play um, two quarters and then rest the uh, the third and fourth, you know, because it's sort of like this is, I sort of always believe that you want to have a winning momentum before you get into the playoffs. Uh, that's my personal belief, but uh, let's see what happens, you know, with this game. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Alrighty, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I, that's just what I think that's going to happen. I mean, they can't really move up in seating, so I think they're going to rest their players, uh, get some rest, and then I think the Titans are going to be the more desperate team and win this one. I think thirty-one to twenty-four. So with right. that, uh, we'll move on to the third game. It's going to be from the LA Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles. Got the home team, Los Angeles Rams, who've already clinched the NFC West and are either going to be the three or the four seed in the NFC, hosting the San Francisco 49ers, winners of four straight, thanks to Jimmy Garoppolo. And we have the Niners coming into L.A. and favored by three points. What do you think? Wow. <laughs> when do you think that would happen, you know? Favored by three points. You know, I think the Niners are playing extremely well. I think that Garoppolo trade with the Patriots is really paying off for them. You know, I always thought... Garoppolo is going to be the heir to Brady, you know, and, and because I, I think he's a good QB. I think he, I think he learned a lot what uh, with the days with the Patriots, you know. Uh, but I think I still think that the Rams are. I mean, not, I'm sorry, the um, the 49ers are playing hot, but but 
But when you're coming into um, into Los Angeles and you're playing the Rams, which could potentially be the third team in the, um, the, uh, the third team instead of the fourth, I think the Rams have some sort of, uh, um, I think they, I think they want to win, you know, and it's going back to my philosophy, bro. It's like, uh, you have to win before you get to the playoffs. Uh, I don't think you should, uh, try to lose and expect to win the next game in the playoffs. I think you need to win and go with that momentum. So in this case, I'm going with the Rams. Okay, yeah, this is another one of those games where it's kind of iffy with the line. I mean, I think the line is there because I think most uh, odds makers are betting on the Rams to rest their players in this one. I don't think uh, the in a regular situation the Niners are favored here, especially on the road against the Rams, who are one of the better teams in the entire NFL. And even though with Jimmy Garoppolo playing as well as he has and winners of four straight, I still think they're not favored if odds makers believe both teams' best players and normal starters will play. So I think even though the Rams can either finish third or fourth in the NFC, they'll, they'll be third if they, if they uh, win this game for sure. But I think there's kind of something iffy here because Philadelphia, as we all know, has Carson Wentz injured and if you fall into that four seed which the Rams I mean it's not as scary going up against Philadelphia in the divisional round now that Carson Wentz is out for the season and Nick Foles has looked a little sluggish and kind of they're kind of squeaking through games here and there they barely beat the Raiders uh this past Monday night so I uh, I I think I see the Rams resting their players in this one as well and Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, I kind of really wanted to, as a Niner fan, I really wanted to see him against some good competition. I don't think I'm going to get that wish because I think the Rams are going to rest their players again. But he did look very well against Jacksonville last week, one of the better defenses in the league this season. He played really well. He played extremely well, bro. I mean, he was, uh, I was actually surprised how how he did that. You know, I mean, uh, in my fantasy team, I had, uh, what do you call, uh, I had them, uh, um, I had them uh, uh, in my fantasy team. I had the Jaguars, you know, and then uh, they, I thought they'd play well against uh, 49ers, but they ended up flopping. And same goes to say with them um, when we talk about Wentz, you know, when Wentz got out, because I had him as my, my fantasy QB. And when he sort of uh, got injured, my um, <laughs> my backups didn't do much, you know, like uh, I had Breeze and I picked up Foles, but, but they didn't do much either. So I think, yeah. You know, I just don't believe in this whole uh, resting starters, you know, but, uh, I mean, we got to see what happens. So, But, yeah, I mean, uh, if they do rest the starters, um, as you're saying, you, I, you definitely have to go with the 49ers. But, uh, but I'm, still pick, I'm still picking the Rams in this. Yeah, I think they're going to rest the starters. I think they, they could be kind of uh, low-key tanking this one just to fall into that four seed so they play – Philly in the second round, possibly in the division round in Philly without Carson Wentz. So that's true. That is true. So I don't know. I I don't. Uh, I really like that either. You know, like sort of tanking to play games. But uh, I guess we got to see what happens. You know. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm because of that. I think the Rams are definitely resting the players. I'm gonna swallow the point. The three points with the Niners. I'm. I think Jimmy G continues his hot streak. Uh, has another good game, and I I'm gonna take the Niners to win this one, uh, 27 to 23. So, All right. 
we'll agree to disagree on that one, and then we'll move on to the fourth game. It's an AFC East battle from Miami, Florida. Miami Dolphins hosting the Buffalo Bills, like uh, who are in contention for one of the two wild card spots in the AFC. And we have the road team Bills minus two and a half. What do you think? In this game, bro. I mean, uh, the Bills—they uh, haven't been playing well either. You know, I know I know Tyrod Taylor is back in the lineup, but he's not doing much. You know, I think they ended up losing last week. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think they lost. Uh, I think with uh, with Miami, I think they're just trying to. Their season's already done with. Uh, they're out of. They're not going to make the wild card. They're not going to. I don't think they're even even near it. But I think they. Um, I think they want to win. Uh, I, I think they're playing for a win. You know, they they want to end the season on sort of like a a high note, so to speak. And I think that. Uh, I think that. Um, I think I definitely have to go with them. You know, even though Buffalo is favored, I have to go with the. Uh, with the Dolphins here because they're playing at home. Um, they're playing at home. There, I, I think they want to win badly. I, I think I think they want to end the season with um, with a win and not go into next season uh, thinking, okay, that we lost uh, the last game last season. So I definitely have to go with the Dolphins here. Okay, definitely. Those are all good points. And even though the Bills, like you meant, like I mentioned, are still in contention and fighting for one of the two wild card spots in the AFC. I just think uh, Miami is pretty a lot better, a lot different team at home than they are on the road. And I'm going to agree with you, Akshay. I'm getting two and a half with Miami. I think that's a good bet. I think Miami is going to win this game. Uh, you can definitely see this game uh, possibly maybe uh, Kenyon Drake running for like 150 to 200 yards in this game. I could definitely see that. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. in, in the least I'm bit sure. with that. I would yeah, so, but, uh, and then Miami. Even though they're not uh, in the playoffs or have been eliminated officially, I could definitely see them uh, enjoying and being the spoiler for the uh, the Bills and having them miss out on the playoffs. And they definitely would love to see that, I think, it, with the Bills being their divisional rival. So with that, I think uh, Miami, uh, I think, has a good game offensively, especially on the ground. I think they control the clock. And because of that, I, I'm going to pick them to win this game 23-20. Uh, to 20. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll agree on that one. And we'll move into game number five. This is an AFC West battle from uh, the greater L.A. area. The Los Angeles Chargers at home in this one, hosting the Oakland Raiders and laying seven and a half at home. What do you think? Uh, in this game, bro, I think... You know, I have to go with the Chargers. Um, I think they're going to win this game. Um, but I don't think they're going to win by 7.5. Uh, I know the Raiders have been playing miserably the last couple games. You know, David Carr's not David Carr the, of the past. Um, I know they got Amari Cooper back last game. But uh, Marshawn Lynch is not the same Marshawn Lynch that we all thought. But he was with the Seahawks, I think, uh um, I think their their running game needs to improve a little bit more, and I think David Carr uh, needs to start like uh, I think uh, the wide receivers need to start picking up for him. Um, something has to be done, but in this game, I think it's going to be a close game. You know, it's sort of like the battle of LA in, in a way. So because uh, Oakland was um, uh, the Raiders were 
at LA, in L.A. at some point, and then the Chargers are now in L.A. I think the Chargers are playing pretty well, too, right now. You know, um, Will Raider fans outnumber Charger fans at this game? I would think so, yes. <laughs> I would think they will. I think a lot of uh, old uh, Raider fans from L.A. are going to show up to this game. Um, I think they will. And I think that's going to give the, the Raiders some momentum. But I still be, do believe the Chargers will win, probably by maybe a, a field goal or so. But, um, you know, in this game, it's going to be tough. But I think it's going to be a, a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, per se. I think uh, the Chargers win, but I think they win by maybe three, four points. Okay, so you're taking then the Raiders plus the seven and a half, but t- the Chargers to win? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to agree with you that the Chargers win, but uh, I'm going to disagree with you on the line part. I, I'm going to swallow the 7.5 with the Chargers. I think they win by more seven and a half, more than 7.5. I think they're, like I said, uh, fighting for one of the two wildcard spots. I think they're going to come out, play uh, really well in this game. I think Rivers is going to play well. Melvin Gordon. Keenan Allen has been super hot uh, the last five, six weeks. He's been playing really well. I think he'll get to over 1,300 receiving yards on the season. And I think the Chargers are just going to come out and blow the Raiders out in this game. Uh, I'm going to take the, right. the Chargers at home to win this one. Uh, I'm going to go 34-21 uh, to 21 in this one. And I think the Chargers uh, possibly clinch one of the wild card spots, but that that will be yet to be seen. So we'll see what happens with that. But I think they definitely win this game with the the thought that they're definitely playing for something and playing for one of those wild card spots. So okay. we, we'll agree on that one uh, with the team winning, but uh, disagree on the line. And that'll take us to the sixth and final game in week 17. We got the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks, the home team, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. And laying nine and a half at home, I, I don't believe this line. But uh, what do you think? And nine and a half? Oh wow, that's a lot, bro. <laughs> I know Russell Wilson's playing really well as of late. You know the Seahawks just came off uh, a great win last week. They didn't play well though. <laughs> how the? How? They play well. I don't know, dude. Let, let, let me well. give you a let me give you a stat of, of last week's win against Cowboys versus for the Seahawks. They had more, they had 142 two penalty yards and 136 total yards on offense and still won the game. I don't know. That's amazing, bro. Russell Wilson had 84 passing yards and they won the game by nine points. I don't know how that. I mean, Dallas is uh, like I said, dude. Dallas is like uh, Dallas is an up and down team. You know, they got back uh, Ezekiel, um, but I think. Uh, Dallas is, is struggling. You know they've been struggling for a while now. I mean they they started hot this year. Uh, they're in rhythm. Then Ezekiel Elliott went out for his, his six game ban. Uh, finally had to get out. You know for that ban. So I think after that they sort of just they hit a, a brick wall, so to speak. You know, and I, I think they I think they that sort of um, sort of pushed them under. And I think they're they're not going to get out of it this season for sure. You know, but but I mean, going back to the game, I I don't know how that happened. You know, in this game, I don't um, I don't I, I think Seattle wins, but not by nine and a half. 
<laughs> I definitely have to go against them with that spread. I think uh, I don't think they're Seattle's not a. I think Seattle's not an offense that's 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 built to score a lot. I think they're more of um, they rely more on their defense. Um, but uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I definitely have to go with Seattle, but not by nine and a half. Okay, fair enough. And kind of getting back to Seattle, uh, I want to kind of go back to what you said in week 13, I think, kind of with the rebuild. I was kind of befuddled at the time about how you said Seattle might be in rebuild mode. And even though now I'm still not completely buying it, it's still it's now more believable and it has more legs to it now. Just so based on what's transpired the last like three or four weeks. And that loss they had against the Rams where they absolutely got annihilated at home. Exactly. That loss, I mean, going back to Pete Carroll uh, and his USC days, uh, it, it was a game that I was in attendance for. It kind of That loss against the Rams that Seattle had kind of reminded me of a loss that USC had in 2009, my senior year, against Stanford, where they lost like 55-21. to 21, And it just seemed like that was more than just a loss it seemed like kind of it was kind of like the end of something the end of an era end of an era and jim harbaugh i think late in that game up like 53 to 21 or something went for two and that really got under pete carroll's skin so uh i don't know if you know who colin cowherd is he's a fox sports radio host one of the okay so yeah he's very well known in the national spotlight so after that game the demolition uh, that the Rams put on the Seahawks. Basically, he said on his radio show, this has all the signs of kind of how, how the Pete Carroll's run at USC ended. Basically, young offensive guys in the Pac-10 came in, and Chip Kelly and Jim Harbaugh, and kind of pushed Pete Carroll out, out of the Pac-10 into the NFL. And he's saying there's some signs that resemble that in the NFC West currently with two young offensive minds, Sean McVay, with the Rams and Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers coming in with good quarterbacks and good offensive schemes to possibly push Pete Carroll and Seattle Seahawks reign and end it. So a lot more people are kind of agreeing with you and getting on your side, Akshay. I was really surprised when you first uh, made that proclamation, but I'm definitely giving you a lot more credit for it now, three, four weeks later. We got to wait and see what happens, bro. We got to wait and see what happens. You know, it's still early in the game. Yes, he got a whole offseason to go. You know what Pete Carroll's gonna, uh, what he's gonna uh, end up doing. You know, my whole thing was down to this. You know, my whole thing with SC is that their new athletic director, Lin Swan. You know, I mean, when you bring in a, a new athletic director, uh, he's gonna want to have his coaches in the game. You know, I know, um, I know Helton, Clay Helton, the coach now of the, of the of the Trojans. He's doing well. I mean, they're they're they played well last season. They, they won the Rose Bowl. Uh, this season, they're going against Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. You know, I mean, they were, uh, the recruiting has gone up. And the Clay Elton, he's uh, a, a likable coach, you know, in that way, um, which is helping. Um, let's say, for example, um, the Pete Carroll name starts coming into SC. Do I see him uh, coming in and replacing Elton? Probably not. But do I see him taking a role as, like, uh, advisor or something like that? I can definitely see something like that happening. You know, I mean, 
I mean, who's to say what's going to happen with uh, with Pete Carroll with the Seahawks? You know, I think the Seahawks era is sort of coming to an end. Will Will Pete uh, Carroll be the Seahawks coach on opening that opening day of twenty eighteen? Probably not. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he will because I don't think Pete Carroll wants to sit there in a rebuild. You know, I don't think he wants to sit there for the next couple of years and rebuild the team. Um, because I think what's going to happen, I mean, it's going to be enticing for him because I think there's going to be a lot of openings uh, in the NFL this year as far as head coach openings. A lot of teams are going to, are going to be looking around for head coaches. Um, you have, uh, let's say, for example, you you have the Bengals in Cincinnati. I know Marvin Lewis, uh, um, he's not going to come back next year. He's looking at other options. That's an opportunity. Whether Pete Carroll wants to go there, that's a different story. Um, you look at uh, the Cowboys, for, for example, you know. Um, and Jerry Jones just, just came out and said, you know what, um, Jason Garrett's our coach. I, I don't want to make any changes, but, you know, if a name like, like Pete Carroll comes out, you know, I think Jones will, will definitely think twice about it. So, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know. I don't think he will, depending on what happens with uh, with the Seahawks, I guess, uh, depending on, like, uh, what happens with the players and um, and so on. There was, like, uh, something I saw the other day. I, I was even shocked to even, uh, even see it, bro, is that and uh, who's that uh, the cornerback or or safety on the Seahawks? Like after the game, after they beat the Cowboys, he went up to Jason Garrett saying, "When the Cow, well, yeah, Earl Thomas, when the Seahawks, Earl Thomas, when the Seahawks let me go, uh, please pick me up or something like that." He was sort of advertising himself to the Cowboys. Yeah, and also it's sort of like. Uh, I don't know, man. I I have a feeling that the uh, the Seahawks are gonna are gonna go into that sort of rebuild mode now. I think I, I think uh, a lot of the players are aging. The Legion of Boom is not what it uh, what it used to be. A lot of them are all, have gotten older. I think they need an influx uh, of new talent uh, on offense and defense. You know, I think they need to get more playmakers on that team. Um, um, so I mean, it's just, I, I mean, I have to uh, agree with you. Uh, like uh, the signs are pointing to something happening, whether he stays or he goes. But I, I think uh, I'm leaning towards more. He leaves the Seahawks, and I think it's Macy more likely to another NFL team. But if he decides to go to college and maybe SC, he, he comes in as a like uh, a senior advisor or something for a few years or. Or I mean, like a year, maybe two years, see where the franchise goes, because like I said, it's like I mean, or when I said it um, in week thirteen, it's like this is what I read, you know, this is what I read a, a piece of coming back. Yes, um, uh, Helton is proving to be a good coach and a recruiter, but when you have a guy named um, Pete Carroll, let's say he's available and he has ties to SC. I I would not be surprised if Liz if Lynn Swan pulls uh, the trigger and brings him in in, in some sort of uh, uh, in some sort of position, maybe even head coach. I doubt that, but in some sort of position. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just really surprised and at how the Seahawks are uh, laying nine and a half against. I mean, the Cardinals. I mean, I don't think there's very many teams in the. <laughs> entire NFL right now 
and which should be getting nine and a half at Seattle. And just based on how they played the last two games, I think that's really surprising. Uh, Going back to the pick, I'm definitely taking the Cardinals plus nine and a half. I think that's, uh, that's, I think a really good pick. I, I think I think the Seahawks definitely win and probably get in the playoffs, surprisingly, just because Atlanta has a tough game. And just the way the Seahawks have been playing, I mean, they have inside track to get in the playoffs in the last wild card spot. So it's just amazing how things have worked out in, in the last weekend. I think they're going to win this game 20. I think they're going to win this game like 24 to 21. I, I'm definitely taking the Cardinals plus nine and a half and... I think they're going to win, and but Cardinals are definitely going to cover the spread, in my opinion. And it should be interesting to see what happens, how the NFL posi- playoff positioning plays itself out. But the Seahawks, I think, are just a super mess right now. A bunch of Eagles going on, a bunch of infighting, uh, lots of uh, stuff going on. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the offseason. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. What, you were going to say something? No, no, no. I was just saying that uh, I agree with you, bro. Yeah. The Seahawks are a mess. There has to be some sort of change at this point, you know. Something's got to happen. And I think something will happen. Okay, fair enough. Uh, With that, we'll agree on the last game, and that'll wrap it up for the Week 17 edition of Scorching Six. This is the last week of the regular season. Akshay, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me, especially for the last uh, last week of of the NFL, baby. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening throughout the entire season. Uh, We'll be back next week for Wild Card Weekend Picks, and hope everyone has a safe and happy new year. Thank you.